listeners, welcome back to Two Nerds Start, a podcast in the middle of a hurricane. I am Eleanor, the Jamaican Laborate. I'm Derek. I'm currently being blown away. Yes, we are currently experiencing the outer, outer, outer bands of what is now Hurricane Elsa. Yeah. Trying to finish this recording before we are both blown away. Um, this is going to be a very short mini episode. I know I said we were done with vaccines. They were never done with vaccines. Always never seemed to be done. But... um. If you are Jamaican and you've been living here and getting vaccinated out here, you would have known that we had some hiccups in the vaccination program in the last couple of weeks, which has led to a number of persons' second dose being delayed. And has led to me standing outside in line for four hours today trying to get my vaccine. Yeah, I'm going to try to get mine as soon as we're done here. Also, another reason that we're trying to do this quickly. Um, But the delay has, you know, rightfully cause a lot of people to have additional questions um concerns about the the time between the doses is right. it safe um so we just want to do this very quick mini just, episode just to inform you that if you're you know just to inform them that if they have passed a 12-week period they're very likely to die yeah just stop it <laughs> stop that that is the problem misleading the people so before we get into the information i do have a little bit of a rant i warned Derek that i have a rant coming i'm excited um but I do. There's something that I really want to talk about. So COVID nineteen is a new disease, right? It's it's. That's what novel means. That's what novel means. Um, and in science, a lot of times when you have something novel, research is ongoing, which means that the predictions that you might have made last year, March, might not have come true. And I think that as scientists, you know, we understand how the process works. We understand that as we get new information, um. You might have all the information update. goes out the window sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes you have to update your thoughts, update your predictions as new information comes in. And I think that as scientists, um, you know, we, re- we don't really think twice about it because we know that that's literally what science is, getting new information to disprove previous things. But I can understand, you know, as a layperson, how you might feel like, oh, you can't trust scientists because a year ago the CDC said this. And no, it's not true. Even us, we did a vaccine episode in November and we're like, there's not going to be any vaccines for how many years? I've never said anything. And we were proven wrong. And I think that, you know, I, nor Derek, has ever had any problem admitting when we were wrong. And not just wrong, but... Well, that's It's never happened for me. So not just if it when, ever not, happened, though, I Not just that we were wrong, because there's, it's not just that we were talking out of our ass, but also... At the, the fact time that we were right. At the time we were right. At the time we were speaking based on the information that was available. And coming into this podcast, that's what we try to do. We try to give you the best information possible based on what is available. I've said repeatedly I'm not a virologist, but I do understand how DNA works, how viruses work. And I've kind of tried to provide information from this point of view... What was it? It was like, um, not to cut you, but there was, it just reminded me, I don't know if this story is true, but you know, the Wright brothers, yes. the one that, the first yes. one, yeah. So I don't remember who it was, but there was some important scientific physicist. I think he was a physicist who he said it would take, ma- this is a story. I don't, I don't know if it's true, but it, it kind of aligns with what we were talking about. He said that it would take man like a million years to learn how to fly. Mm-hmm. And then like a few days later, mm-hmm. the Wright brothers did the first successful flight. So it, you know, at the time, it was what we knew. And then something came and was like, yeah, no, that's completely wrong. And you just got to roll with that. Like that, That's literally how science works. You, you understand the theories, you prove or disprove the theories. 
and, and we make advancements. This doesn't sound rant worthy. I'm ready for this. Let me this. tell you why I'm ranting. I'm gonna I was about to get into why I am upset. So Not excited. upset, but um why I felt it was very necessary to say this. So, as we mentioned, um there are some inefficiencies with our government. Somebody can't count and persons that were due for their second no vaccines were available for us that were due our second dose we were given a date of 10 weeks i assume I, that it was 10 yeah. yeah mine was 10 i'm not sure about mine was 10 yeah we were given a date of 10 weeks to come back for a second dose because as we know the window is 8 to 12 weeks and i had tweeted something about how um when there was a delay that people should kind of stop freaking out a little bit because people were really freaking out because it was to work at 12 weeks it's not that in fact it works better well, I'm gonna true. I'm gonna touch oh. on that. Oh, but so I, I just made a, a general comment that guys, you need to stop freaking out because the vaccine is still gonna work. And I was called a political, and I was this you they dug up a tweet that I made before when I said that delaying vac- delaying a second dose can lead to um, the pro- proliferation of other types of strains, which yeah. is still true. But I was called political, and I kind of want to. It kind of hit me the wrong way because one, me love Kosafi government. So I don't know how, how you could be calling me political. But I think it's also representative of how people view the scientific community, especially now. And I understand the distrust, but I think you guys kind of have to, to, to have some grace and to understand a little bit more about how the scientific process works. Because nobody is here to try to, to convince you of anything political. We're trying to give you the best information. We're trying to not make you catch COVID and die. Oh, so, wow. Just, I thought it was going to be more to that. No. So. I'm just I'm just saying I would just want to point out. So you got called a, what was it? Political. Right, because you started it seemed to start agreeing with the government. I know, right? And this happened after you got your first vaccine. Yes. I'm just I'm not saying microchips, but I'm saying microchips. I'm saying the, the government has managed to microchip me, even though they, they forgot I needed those two. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have the second batch of microchips uh-huh. ready. Well, yeah, and I mean to be fair, I'm, I, I sound like I'm hurt, but I really don't care about the comment. But I, I care more about how people view the scientific community, especially at a time when we're all learning. And I think it's very unfair to expect scientists to be more than human. I think that, at least for me and Derek, I think that we try to do a very good job of saying, hey, this is information that's available. This is what we know. This is where we we make, we deliver information based on the scientific principles that we understand. And I think it's very disingenuous to kind of assign any other motives to us when we try to do that. Yeah. But so, also, in but just before we get into like telling them about what they will actually be like, it's important to remember that in, in this scenario, we are ongoing, like Eleanor said. So we're learning things, but we also have to try to take the steps, the best steps as it appears to mm-hmm. be, right? So right now, we might say to do something and then say, okay, well, yeah, you know, that doesn't work. Don't do that anymore because we've learned that it doesn't work. But at the time, it seemed like it might work. So we kind of we have to adapt as we're going along, and because nobody knows, there's no there's no roadmap here for yeah, this. Nobody knows everything. I'm I'm never gonna say I know everything about COVID. I know what's gonna happen. I know how to even with our vaccine episodes, yeah. we keep saying we don't. You know, maybe we might need a third dose down the line. You don't right. this information, and we still, still might, and we like, still might, because that there's yeah. that's now a conversation about if we need a booster shot, now right? Or, or if it's gonna be like a seasonal flu right. shot, or right. you know, along those lines. So there's there's definitely like so much that needs to be yeah, but. Go ahead, Alana, tell me. All right, so let's get into the meat of the matter. So as we mentioned before, and I'm going to talk specifically to AstraZeneca right now because AstraZeneca is what we've been using in Jamaica and especially for the purpose of... For now. For now, right now, right now. And that's what I would have, you and I would have gotten our vaccines and this conversation was about the AstraZeneca doses. So 
we were told that, or everyone was told, that the timing for the second dose for the AstraZeneca vaccine is 8 to 12 weeks, anywhere in the 8 to 12 week window. And that is generally, that's just based on general immunity principles. Right. But the fact is, if you get one dose of the vaccine, you have some level of protection. Some. If you have, if you, if you get one dose and you never, ever, ever get another dose, you are still afforded some level of protection. Whenever you get a dose of the vaccine, it's going to elicit an immune response and you are going to get some level of protection. That, that's just how it works. 8 to 12 weeks was suggested as a time because that is where you have the best efficacy. So this is the point at within when you get your second dose, this is when it works best. It's not that if you get it at 16 weeks, it's not going to work. But the timeline that we've identified or that science has identified is in between 8 to 12 weeks. There's actually new information in a study that I'm going to put the link to the study in the show notes so that you can read it. That was done specifically on um, on uh, AstraZeneca Astra. and looking at the timing, you know, persons that took it at eight weeks, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, and more than 12 weeks. And based on the findings of that study, it is suggested that the efficacy of the vaccine is actually higher on the 12-week end of the spectrum. Okay. So even for me, when I, I, I remember the blitz had opened up earlier, I think it was like two weeks before we were supposed to get it. And I know a number of my friends ran to the arena and got it. But for me, I was like, well, I'm not rushing. And right, plus, right. it's going to be more, it's a little higher efficacy at the 12 weeks anyway. So me waiting a week or two isn't that big of a deal. So here, here I am, two weeks late for my vaccine. I'm still in the window because I'm finally now at the 12 weeks. So, you know, peak efficacy for me. But I was never under, I, I never had this extreme panic that, oh my God, I'm not going to get my vaccine on this particular day and it's the end of the world. Because, as I said, the vaccine is still going to work at 12 weeks. So it is still going to work at 14 weeks. It's, it's still going to work at 16 weeks. Right. Um, the percentage efficacy might go down, right. which is what we talk about. That's why we identify the 8 to 12 weeks. That's the best efficacy. But it does not mean that outside of the 8 to 12 weeks, the right. vaccine isn't going to work. Another question that I saw people ask is, if you miss your 12-week dose, does that mean you have to start over? And at first, I was a little confused because I was like, what do you mean start over? Um, they, they, they think you have to get another You think you have to start over with the first dose. Then, right. So even though I was like, what the hell? The more I thought about it, the more I realized, you know, that is a logical question. It if, is. If, it, it makes sense. It makes sense. If you, Especially if, been, if you were being told that, hey, you have to come back at this date. Right. But no, you don't have to start over is the answer to that question. As we said, any dose, once you get a dose... Right. You already have some level of protection. Right. Um, the second dose is to extend that protection. It is to make the protection more strong. And all of that in mind, as we spoke about in the last episode, I mean, you can still get COVID. Yeah, um, right. It, it is decreasing your probability of getting very sick. Right, yeah. That's, that's what the vaccine yeah. does. Because I think it yeah decreases the severe onset to 0%, and then it decreases... Um, Hospital, like decreases hospitalizations to zero right and then it decreases just contracting it to like down to like 30 percent mm -hmm. and it also decreases uh, transmission so right, it decreases right, yeah. all of them it's not zero so that's why you can still even if you get it even with my perfect efficacy at 12 weeks i can still get covid right yeah it, you, in, know, it's, you know it's, it's still a yeah. thing so um i think that but you're, you're not really going to get it severely right you're not gonna get super kind of yeah. which is the whole point another thing and another conversation that has been coming up i think we touched on it on the episode and we were kind of very skeptical but there has been new information since then and that's on mixing 
the vaccines. Oh, yeah. More places are doing it now. Right. Because at first it was only Canada, but then I saw in the news some... I see it's being um, recommended, especially for persons like us that would have gotten the AstraZeneca. They're recommending that... Moderna? Any other mRNA vaccine. Right. right. um, So in theory, I mean, as we were a little skeptical when we had brought it up last time, and I still might be a little skeptical, but I mean... I mean, in, scientifically, there's no reason for me to be skeptical. Right. Because in and in theory, when you, when you think about it, the two the the two types of vaccines work almost identically. It's just that AstraZeneca has one additional step, because AstraZeneca, being DNA based, uh, sorry, no, sorry, Moderna and Pfizer have no, no, yes, AstraZeneca has, has one, one additional step. step. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. being DNA based, your your body converts that to mRNA, and then that's when it does all the stuff with making the coat protein, protein, the spike right. protein, right? The Moderna and Pfizer just eliminates the step of your own body having to translate the DNA into mRNA because they just give it straight mRNA. But realistically, it's, I believe, probably the same mRNA strand that gets produced at the end of it. Because yeah, it's I don't still know. The, I mean, the I don't know. Or very similar. Very, very exactly similar. The same. But yeah, right. you're still producing this. Because Both it's coding of them produce the, same, the right. spike protein. Yeah. Um, so, n- and neither one of them is, as we said, an attenuated virus. So, none of them actually involve you putting the actual covid right the actual covid you. virus yes so in theory as i said you know i don't see anything wrong with quote-unquote mixing the vaccines i think as with anything else we kind of have to wait and see as studies are done mm-hmm. as it is practiced you know what information comes out of it but any hesitation that i might have is really just i mean personal yeah and as i said you know we're scientists so in my scientific opinion nothing should be wrong with mixing the vaccines especially if because Moderna and Pfizer have higher efficacy levels right. than AstraZeneca. So it is a theory that um, if you do get a second dose with one of the mRNA vaccines, mm-hmm. you should have higher protection right. than if you had gotten that with And even your hesitation is just coming from that we don't know enough about yeah. it. Which is, which is something that we said before, where it's like, if you don't know enough about it, you can postulate or you know, speculate based on the information that you currently have and say thing. And it's fine with not wanting to do it until more information becomes available. But... Just because you're saying you don't, you wouldn't want to do it now because you don't have the information doesn't mean that once the information becomes available, then you're like, oh yeah, I will absolutely do this, or I and, want and to, to do to this. To be honest, if it was a case where the government had said, hey, we don't have any more, Ast-, you know, when we had our quote unquote crisis, right. if it was that, hey, we don't have any more AstraZeneca vaccines, but we're offering Moderna, I would have gone. Yeah, I would yeah. have gotten my seconders with yeah. Moderna. So I, I do have reservations, but I don't have enough reservations to to because it's to also stop a me from, of, from getting a vaccine. It wouldn't. It, it's it's very unlikely to harm you. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It might not work as well as we think, right. but I can't see any negative but, effects. Because yeah. also, theoretically, there wouldn't be anything stopping you from then going and getting a second Moderna ver- mm-hmm. ma- vaccine. Moderna vaccine <laughs> do- dose. I was trying to I nearly combine vaccine and dose into Vos, I think. I don't okay. know. But right, right. But there would <laughs> but there'd be nothing stopping you from getting necessarily getting another one. So at least not from any research that I've seen. There's not a lot of information done in it because, again, we're in a really new kind of position where, you know, a lot had to be made. This is a global yeah. issue. A lot had to be made, and some countries are just having a harder time getting, yeah. you know, especially because Moderna and Pfizer are quite expensive. Yeah. Com- because of how they have and to be stored. difficult to store, Because yeah. I can speak personally, mRNA is an absolute bitch. Yeah. Because that's what I extract. Yeah. And I want to die every <laughs> single time. Like I, part of the ritual is you have to put your own tears into the vat to offer it to the mRNA gods, and then maybe they'll appease you. You know, maybe you know, maybe who knows? Yeah. So it's it's there are harder to store. Something that is also happening, um, which I think is a 
conversation for another time or a bigger conversation, but in terms of vaccine discrimination, because I don't know if you've seen the recent news that certain countries are not accepting or will not accept AstraZeneca as a quote-unquote vaccine passport. I can't say I'm entirely surprised. I remember having this conversation with somebody. I'm not sure if it was on this podcast or separately that this was probably going to happen, that certain vaccines made in certain global north countries um, would be the standard for everybody in the world, even though not all the countries can afford those particular vaccines. It doesn't mean that the vaccines that we're using don't work because they do. I personally don't think that's going to happen. I mean... I think enough of... I I think AstraZeneca was the one that was at... Maybe not the biggest disadvantage, but at a significantly higher disadvantage than a lot of the other ones. And and that was only because what ended up getting used after. Or meaning, like... It was it, it, they were in the in the lead yeah, for were. production, yeah. and that was why that was why certain countries have large stockpiles now because that they, they don't were, want that they they'd rather throw away than give to countries in need. That's not, not calling any names. That there's no mm-hmm. shut up now, <laughs> right? So, but I think there's enough countries who have enough influence and pull that use AstraZeneca that. I don't think that they're going to do that kind of tier. I don't think it's going to end up like that. This yeah, is politics it's, it's, and it's, I know nothing. I am an idiot, but I don't think it's going to. I don't know if it's, I'm, I, I don't know if I can say it's not going to happen, but you know, as you mentioned, just because of how many countries don't have access to certain yeah. types of vaccines, it, it's going to be very difficult. It's going to be a very a hard thing to enforce and to keep enforced, especially when you kind of want to have relationships right. with other countries. Especially, but, I mean, see? the UK is a, is a, literally oxford university yeah, is the in the uk made it, yeah they made it so yeah. it's so wild to me that astrazeneca is now thought of as as a third world vaccine yeah. when literally it's just because it's cheap yeah it's cheaper yeah yeah but um so yeah i think that's everything i don't know if there was anything else. i think so that was sort of many it was we're yeah, we like can't almost 20 minutes i'm not talking about vaccines ever again <laughs> you said ever that again you said the same thing mm-hmm. last i think time. i wasn't so forceful about it. that's true that's it or if we talk about vaccines again it's gonna be a different vaccine a different vaccine so or may- join no, us next no, week I, when we're talking about polio no, maybe in, in six months when we have some more information on if you know if we might need a third dose or oh, when we ha- when if we my arm falls off data, if, if we if the 5g chips in and we start to like stick to just walk right, and stick right, right. to metal then we might have to do one did you see that did you know that yeah, the, the the magnetic thing? Yeah, that was so funny. There's people that think that the vaccines are making us metallic. There was one lady in particular. She was at like some kind of town hall meeting looking thing she up in the state. So hard to, she, to stick, stick the key, key to her face. I just kept. Walking. It was You're so not magnetic, funny. Guys, it I'm was sorry. hilarious. I wish I was. That'd be so cool. So yeah, thank Turn you. Turn me into Magneto. For listening. Uh, anything else? Uh, go get vaccinated. Go get vaccinated. I'm gonna. I'm literally gonna sign off right now and put on my pants and try to get my second dose. Please follow us on social media at Two Nerds. Can Pod. you can you clarify that, please? She's not in this room shorts. without pants I'm on. Sh- Thank I you. I'm pants. I'm wearing shorts, <laughs> but it's raining outside. So to to leave my house or to leave the apartment complex, I'm gonna put on some long pants. There you go. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not. We're not doing this. Is not a naked podcast. Um. So follow us. On Twitter and Instagram at Two Nerds Pod. That is the number two, N E R D S P O D. If you have suggestions, shoot us an email at Two Nerds Start Pod at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave us a five star review wherever you are listening, especially on iTunes, because it really, really helps. Ooh. And we will see you next time where we'll be talking about something. Something. Who knows? Bye. You don't get to know. <laughs> Bye.